Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast. I'm half of your host, Cheeseburger, alongside one of my bestest buds, Ace. Yo, yo, yo. And we are here to talk to you for the next, uh, I don't know, hour. Something. Two we, seconds. We do want to You're apologize welcome. about the sound quality in the last couple of uh, episodes. Due to COVID-19, we can't use our normal place. Oh, you're going to blame COVID? I'm going to blame COVID this time. I'm going to tell the truth. It's tech support. Yeah, it's tech support. I mean, this is the first year I can't go to Hawaii because of COVID-19. Normally, it's because I'm broke and I can't get to Hawaii, but this year, I'm going to blame COVID-19. I like that idea. I mean, hey. Uh, let's see what I was been going on. I hope y'all enjoyed that interview on the last podcast uh, by Band of Jones. Band of they Jones. They are awesome. I'm telling y'all one more time, you need to get on YouTube, Spotify, whatever your music platform is, and look up the song anyway. It is the best song for weddings, just to make up with your girl, let her know how much you love her. That is awesome. An awesome song by a band of Jones. Y'all need to check that out. We've got a guest sitting in with us tonight. He probably won't talk. I'm not sure if he will or won't. We might kick him in the nuts and make him say something. Well, he's a dickhead. Well, so. well it's because it's blood related. That's the only reason why. That's right. Blood related. This is wow. Ace's I don't want brother. that. I don't want that put in public. Keep your out. mouth shut. All right, Tango Sport, edit that part. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give him a five count. One, two, three, four, five. All right, here we go. Um, but yeah, y'all, like I said, excuse the sound quality of this. Uh, we're having to actually uh, record in a little shed area, so it's going to be echoey and stuff like that. But uh, what the hell? We suck anyway, so might as well make it sucky. It's not the size of the shed that matters, it's the, <laughs> it's the quality of the sound. Uh, how was your weekend, Ace? It was, it sucked actually. Well, other than that, I mean, you, you went to go hear the band, you, you went to the Hog Roast at the VFW. That was awesome. Right. The Hog Roast at the VFW uh, for the 4th of July holiday was awesome. They had uh, Billy and the Medicine Men. Is that yeah, who that's they were? Billy and the yeah. Medicine Men were playing. I, I didn't get a chance to hear them. They are, uh, as always, amazing. Yeah, they're good. And well worth going to see. So they were get a amazing. chance to hear those, y'all need to step out yeah, and check Yeah, Billy them out. and the Medicine Men. And I uh, did that with friends and uh it was an awesome night well that's pretty good and the hog the hog roast i've heard, nothing, pork, but, I've heard nothing but good about that that was so good mm. i mean they had a, for five bucks you could not beat what they was when like. i heard it was just donations well it was but, but you went me ahead. being me you know i always yeah. put five bucks. i've heard that it was donations and if you're hungry just come up there and well eat. that's what uh your kinfolk jen we're gonna call her jen your kin jen J. Does that help you any? Jennifer? Oh, I, I, okay. My God. No, I understood that, but I know several of them. I was trying to figure out which one was there. Well, the one that's yeah, there, yeah. usually there. She said it's for, for donations, but I, yeah. I mean, well, they, they had, had, they had great cooks there. They had pulled pork, ribs, potato salad, baked beans. Uh, All the fixings, huh? Uh, like three or four more things. Cake. Wow. I mean, it was it was awesome. It was. Really I actually fun. spent. Uh, and they shot fireworks. My uh, best friend uh, came, snuck into town. Yeah, and we—I had, had no idea he was going to yep. show up. And he did uh, that went to what, his Friday house. night, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Friday. Surprised us. Yeah, surprised yeah, brought a group with him. Uh, had a blast. Uh, told me to come over to his house. He's cooking a special thing that I like, and uh, showed up there. My girlfriend stayed with me. We shot some fireworks, had a little drinky, and it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I mean, he lives in a. a kind of better area for fireworks 
Yeah. So uh, we saw tons of stuff. Went out to the fireworks shop and bought a few hundred dollars worth of fireworks. That, I mean, you buy $500 worth of fireworks, that's like 15 minutes. I mean, they go so fast. Well, and, yeah, technically. Yeah. Fire does burn pretty quick. Yeah, I mean... But, Nowadays, that shit costs. When I was a kid, you'd go up there with 20 bucks and walk away with like three sacks no, full. You really, if you want a good fireworks show, you better mortgage your house. Yeah, you're right. I mean, for real. Mm. But, but I mean, we had a blast. I mean, he, uh, we live in the country, so he brought out a couple of his guns and said, hey, ain't nobody going to get us. We set up a target on a, a flat back to where the bullet wouldn't go anywhere, you know, and and you missed every target? No, actually, I did. All right. But he was just getting me to fire his new guns. He's got a, a Henry 40-something, whatever. Ooh. Oh, sweet. Very sweet. The Henry 4410? Yes, yes. I think it's what it is. It's beautiful. I would love a Henry. He That's said, I don't shoot this much, but I want you to shoot it, brother. And I'm like, hell, hell yeah. Let me shoot it. Hell yeah. I had a blast. Where the and, fuck uh, you going? Hey, thank God. And, uh... <laughs> We had a real good time. He, he made a good meal, and uh, we all sat down late, had some friends over. Uh, our friend Peacock came over. Yeah. And uh, we had a blast, man. It was great. I mean, everybody needed that. I know COVID-19 kept people from doing a lot of things they wanted to do, and it knocked out a lot of the shows that were around here. But uh, we had five or six people over. We made sure it was social distance. We were outside. I uh, had a blast. That's awesome. I mean, it was great. Uh Oh, but other than that, uh, you know, me and my, my girlfriend been scrapping a little bit. We made up. And that was good. That's amazing. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, we still got a lot of work to do. And, you know, a relationship's hard. Uh, it's not easy. You, you don't share the same mind. So each one of you have different views on things, and sometimes that gets you in trouble. Sometimes you think it's okay to do this or it's not okay to do this and it, it kind of steps on the other person's foot right but the trick of it is is just which I have the hardest time with is communication right I do not like to admit vulnerabilities or weaknesses yeah uh, oh you're a man uh, yeah well that's most, part of that that's, that's the men. biggest man downfall yeah uh, I think probably 90% of arguments could be just cured with communication I wonder if that's picked up on the mic Battle Yeah. If y'all hear that, that is tech support. If y'all hear that, he's whapping it hard. We've asked and asked and asked. We have him asked. We begged him not to do that around us. Freaking. I don't know. I don't know how hard he can whoop that thing, and still it works. I don't know. I don't even know if it works anymore. I don't know. I know it's got brain damage by now. It's got brain damage now. I can't help you. I have a face for radios. Just we we've got it. Tech support can raise his testicles, and this guy beats his shit like it's owes him money. <laughs> it's caused you to lose a lot of money, probably. Uh, hookers ain't cheap. Um, but, you know, we we finally come to, a, I hope, a common ground. Uh, I'm seriously glad to hear that. Well, we've only had, believe it or not, out there in radio world... We've only had two fights the whole time we've been together. And the first one lasted 20 minutes. And this one, because of my lack of communication, I allowed too many things to build up. And when it came out the top of the bottle, it just overflowed. And 
I think if I had been open and honest with how things made me feel in the beginning, we could have smashed those things really quick and wouldn't have ever had a problem with them again. So, yeah, that's mostly my fault. Not saying that the things that were happening were <clears throat> transgressions. I'm saying if I had addressed them when they happened, it wouldn't have continued. It wouldn't have been uh, the atom bomb. It would have right. been it, it, a firecracker. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Too bad you didn't get that advice a year ago. If only I from had a friend. Good friend. That, if only I had a friend that would have told me. Motherfucker. See, oh. people around me don't care enough to tell me these things. I, I can understand why. <laughs> After being around you, I can understand why. <laughs> but I hope everybody had a great Fourth of July, and they still have all their digits. Um, you know, the Fourth of July was probably the last time a lot of people had ten fingers. Yeah. Especially in the country. Sad but true. <laughs> in the country, we're like, you know what? We we ran out of firecrackers. I still got some uh, muzzle loading powder and some black, uh, some blasting caps from when we blew the beaver dams. Oh, there's definitely a guy named like Billy Joe that lost a finger over the weekend. <laughs> I bet I can hold this M80 in my mouth. No, you can't, Rufus. I bet I can. And then his wife says, "Don't do it." He said, "Don't you tell me what to do, woman." <laughs> I'm grown. I don't need a dentist here. Watch he is. <laughs> no, that's the funny thing is, uh, <clears throat> I actually had a job blowing dynamite when I was younger. We'd blow beaver dams on properties at backhoes. And Where'd stuff he here. work? As the, uh, with where the did name, beaver dam work? With the, no, with the name dynamite and you was blowing him. I... Well, he was hot. <laughs> he was something else. <laughs> you said I had a job blowing dynamite. <laughs> My <laughs> job was actually, at a, I made the sticks live. You know, put the blasting caps in them, put the fuses in them. Yeah. And the guy would, we'd climb down on the beaver dam. I'd stay above it. And the guy would actually light the fuse, stick it down in the hole, with whatever, however many else we put in there. And my job was to grab him by the hand, pull him up out of the hole, and take off the hell running. Right. And I was so scared the first time I did it. But when you hear that first, boom, 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 and all, you're like, Oh yes, I got to do it again. <laughs> so we we had a blast. And you look up in the air when you when it blows, you're supposed to stand perfectly still and keep your head up. That way, when debris falls, you can sidestep it. And you're looking up in the air at a bunch of little flakes of pepper flying. Yep. And as those mud clods come down, they're like three foot around. Yep. So I mean, it's hilarious. They there. go from a pinprick. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> to take your ass out in a heartbeat. And you know, you can put dynamite down and you can actually make a ditch with it and angle it any way you want just by how you put the fuse and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's great. It's fun. I thought that was a uh, all direction type now, if ballistics. You put, well, think about it. You put the, the fuse on top, the stick blows from top to bottom. I would have thought it would have blew it goes from out. Yeah, well, there is an out, but if you were to like watch one in slow motion, like opposite the fuse, I right. think it would have blew the sides out. Yeah, of yeah, I, yeah. But you watch it in slow motion, you can see how it blows. And like if you put it on the the fuse on the right side, it, the concentration of the blows blown out the left side. It's yeah. kind of opposite. I so I mean, we had a blast. But other than that, what you gonna do this week, man? I mean, it's it's today's Tuesday. And we got to work Thursday and Friday. Well, I got guitar practice tonight. Mm-hmm. How you coming with that, by the way? I think I'm going to give him his guitar back tonight. For, really? Honestly. Yeah, for real. 
I think he should keep it. I mean, he's not he's not hurting for it. Might as well pick it up just whenever. That you ain't do. the point. I'm not gonna ever play a guitar. Well, you know, you don't know. And this this he'll listen to this after tonight, so it's good. I, I think I don't I'm gonna know. Get I think you should. Guitar. You know, you don't take a chance. Don't stand a chance. You don't keep doing it. You never get better. Yeah, but the, the, well, the only problem is it's guitar practice with his teacher, said teacher. Yeah. And I'm taking up over half the time. Well, and I'm not literally well, not getting Well, you also got to look at it like this. He wouldn't invite you if he didn't want you. Uh, Just like the infamous poet Justin Bieber always said. Oh, my God. Never say never. Wow. You have learned something about your brother today, sir. Do we need to perform an intervention? Wow. Hey, if you don't like Justin Bieber, I'm with you. But that's- <laughs> <laughs> I was wanting him to say we can't be friends, and I was going to run him off of his own house. If he would have went Kristen, yeah, I would have I would have to run him out of his own house. That's an inside joke. Never say never. And that's a good quote to go by. You don't like Justin Bieber, we can't be friends. By God, we ain't friends, all right? <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to be your friend. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. How about this, man? Uh, what are we going to call you on this podcast? What, I mean, do you want your real name or dumb you? shit? Shit, go by the handle you gave me. Unfortunately, I'm gonna let you say it. Chief Little Dick. Chief Little Dick. I would have thought you would have at the initials he gave you <laughs> LD instead of what the original <laughs> name was. See, what you do is you lower their standards. Yeah. You tell you know all these guys saying they got huge dicks, and when they get in the bedroom with a girl, they got a little bitty one. They're like, uh huh. Then they'll learn their lesson. So when you say, finally say, I got a little dick, they're like, he's hung. And then he <laughs> he's trying not to scare me. Well, it's too late. It, by then, you're you're in the bedroom. Then I told you, I mean, like when the girl said, "Who you gonna please with that little thing?" I said, "Me." That's all I'm fucking worried about. All right, you got a box full of toys. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me get done with my shit, and I can hear the buzzing sound when I'm snoring. I mean, yeah, come on. Me to sleep. It's like rain on the oh, really? The buzzing. Well, let me let me ask you this. Now that we're on this, Chief Little Dick, um, LD, if you go to bed with a girl mm-hmm. and she breaks out a box of toys, right? How does that make you feel? I don't feel anything because I'm satisfied. Well, I mean, like she says, let's say you've had sex with her like three times. Okay. And she goes, you know what? Now tonight we're going to use these. And she, and she was awake for one of those times. Yeah, one of those times she was actually awake. She's actually half awake. One, one of those times you didn't have to roof here. Okay. And um, she breaks out this box of toys. And these toys are like, oh, dear God. They're, number one, even the small ones you can't compare with. Right. Because there's no way. I mean, come on. Our penises don't do those things. But, and she breaks out these massive toys and says, tonight, we're we going to experiment and have a little fun. On her or on me? Well, hopefully not you. I mean, Dude, that changed the whole well, no, well, last time you used them before she got to and it pissed her off. I'm talking about. She said it was okay, though. Well, she didn't think I would do it. Well, but she breaks out this box of toys and says, tonight, we're going to have a little fun. What is your immediate thought? Is your immediate thought like, hell yeah, or the immediate thought like, well, wait, 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 wait. We was having fun them last few times, I thought, and then you pull this out. So you said like, it's like this third or fourth time we've had sex? Yeah, let's say that. I would be okay with it. Now, if it was the first time, I'd be a little worried. But by three or four, I mean, you got to spice things up every now and Here, then. Here's my idea with mm-hmm. that. And plus, it, it helps you figure out what she likes and but, she won't need the toys. Well, yeah, but I understand that. But I can see that point. But if she, if the smallest one is like 14 inches, 
you know you're not going to be able to meet that standard. Well, with that standard, yeah, I would have an issue with, but. It varies, man. It depends on the girl and what I'm, what I'm feeling with her. I mean, if it's uh, just uh, Well, you ain't, uh, if it's that big, you ain't feeling the sides with her. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Not really feeling nothing, but. Oh, I mean, if it's oh ace, full point. <laughs> it's one of those situations where, you know, I actually care if she's satisfied. Then I'm, I, I don't know. I haven't been put in that situation yet. But that it's, just so a, good. it's just a wham-down, thank you, ma'am kind of thing. Who gives a damn, right? Yeah, I mean. Well, is that, if she breaks out of those 14-inch toys, that you should lube them with lemon juice and pucker that sucker up. Well, let's do this. Let's, let's say it's just regular sized. Like yeah. uh, like the little bitty well, well, let's say lipstick looking thing. Yeah, let's say let's say the yeah, largest the one. Let's say the largest one is. Six inches. No. Since that's two inches. Average. Let's say. The largest one is two inches longer than you. Okay, okay let's let's, and let's at go least down that route. I, here, here's my thinking on that. Yeah. You ain't asked mine, but here's my thinking. What's your favorite pie cheese? My favorite or pie? favorite dessert? Favorite dessert. Uh, I like cake. I mean, well, let's go with pie. What's your favorite pie? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> favorite pie? I would have to say I like apple. Apple. I'm, I'm an oldie. Old okay, fashion. you you just for the the three times that you've had sex with her, that was. The best apple pie you've ever eaten. Right. But those toys are the Cool Whip on top of the best apple pie you've eaten. Here's, that's my that's, that's where I go. Those toys only add, unless they're baby arms and baby yeah, legs. The, the way I look at it also is, uh, you know what I want? But then again, I could see. Well, I I just thought I don't mind. I mean, but then again, I could see. Well, you're pulling out the toys now because I didn't do my job the first three times. That's always going to be in the guy's mind. Yeah, I I believe. Uh, I don't care the size of the toy because the toy itself does things that you're not going to be able to do. Right. They're going to vibrate. Vibrate vibrate like a motherfucker. Well, (laughs) you're the only person I know that holds the taser to his testicles. Um, My deal is. I think that they are enhancement tools. I think that they are uh, items that add to experiences. I think if the woman is the one that brings them out, I think says, it, I think it's a timing issue too. Yeah, like if yeah, like yeah. if like if you both just said, oh, oh, you know, you both just got done and she acted like it was the best ever and she's like hey next if it's right after she says hey next time let's add this box of toys i got here mm-hmm. that would be an issue but if it's like noon and y'all are planning and or gonna do it like at nine o'clock at night yeah then it's like that might be the spice how do we get on the subject i have Your no clue well i don't know uh oh because my name yeah, yeah. that's because that's your name uh, I think if the woman suggests it, and this is, everybody has their own hangups. Uh, I'm not saying this is, a, I'm not generalizing any woman. I'm saying this is my part. Um, if the woman suggests it, I automatically wonder what the problem is. All right. Now, if I say, hey, uh, why don't we break out this toy? Well, it wasn't her idea. It was my idea. Therefore, I'm wanting to do something. But regardless of all of them, 
if you're sitting over on your side of the bed using toys on her and she's enjoying the hell out of it and you're just sitting there turning the knobs on a <laughs> deal, then you need some toy with you too. Well, here's what... here's what, And they do make men toys. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If it's you a... You said that too fucking quick, dude. <laughs> what type of toys you got? Uh, in Japan, they actually have robots. Sex robots. Well, I'm not paying $3,000 to have a girl sit in the corner and just look at me and detest like my girlfriend does. Or you can buy a mold of a professional porn star's body. Fairly cheap, surprisingly. If, if it's a one-night thing, who gives a fuck? Bring out the toys. I don't give a fuck. You get yours, I get mine. Who cares? Well, what toy would you use if you had your choice to use on you? Uh, G.I. Joe with Kung Fu Grip. Okay, uh, uh, LD, uh, what toy would you use on you while you're using a toy on her in the bedroom? The only toy worth the same toy that I've tried that's worth a damn a butt plug? God no. given. I mean, well, I've been. Have you ever heard I haven't have tried a toy that, can, that is better than my own hand have that you God ever give me. Tried a flashlight? No, I ha- it, yes. well, no, a flashlight, no. The cheap Walmart or like Fred's type <laughs> version. Is Walmart now? No, but you know, like the dollar store type version of them, I've tried. And yeah. I was not in, imp- I only tried once and chunked it. That's not a flesh, that's a kid's toy. <laughs> what, have you tried a flashlight? Yeah. An actual flashlight? I mean, the, a, real, a, a real nice one. Uh, when, you know that uh, adult shop at the, pink, at the Pony? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, before I uh, I left, me and the girlfriend at the time went there and we bought some things just to, you know, spice things mm-hmm. up. And she bought me one, so, you know, I'd have something to play with while right. she was doing it. Right. It, I didn't like it. I mean... Really? Too I mean, rubbery or what? It was, it was a little too rubbery. Hmm. And it didn't feel... It didn't feel right. Really? I mean... Yeah, they make vibrating ones, too, don't they? Yeah, they make, they make all kinds. They got ones that heat up. They got ones that cool down. They got ones that vibrate. One that has... This See, I haven't been in a sex shop in, like, uh, 20 years. Oh, no, it's like 20 years. I, I normally take a banana and I wrap it with duct tape. I mean, I get it like this big round, like an apple round. Yeah. And I take a really sharp knife and I cut the end of it off. And I mash all the banana out of it so nothing but the peel was there. Right. And then I kind of warm it up under like a faucet. And the, the inside of the peel is kind of mushy-ish a little bit. And that's what I use. So I mean, I save money. If we were a super, super popular podcast, there would be people trying that. I guarantee. I guarantee you there's people going to try it now. <laughs> Somebody's taking no try it out. Did he say it? What kind of banana was it? Oh, I can tell you how to home make a bunch of good stuff. Get you some cellophane and go to your bed and make you a little envelope in between the mattress and the box springs. You know, get on the knees, a little squirt of lotion, and nail the bed. And then you can put as much pressure as you want down that, on the That's part of the difference in me and you. I'm a lot taller than you, sir. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it works for everybody. <laughs> With you, you know, uh, the back cushions on your sofa, maybe. Well, well, see, I sleep on the couch. Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and you wake up one night, just it's no. a dream, right? <laughs> Go to bed, right? Chief, by the way. Yeah, chief, yeah. Yeah. I kind, I kind of tried to catch it. You know? Yeah, we. Yeah, I caught it. But uh, we've said our names a thousand, a thousand times. times. But uh, yeah, I think uh, toys. I think 
sexy lingerie is good, but only for a few seconds. Yeah. As soon as you see it, you're going to rip it off. Yeah, it's the wrapping on a pre- yeah, Christmas present. Yeah, I mean, present. come on. I don't know. Sometimes it's hotter just to leave it on and try to work around it. Yeah, I got caught with a sharp piece of lace once. I'm not falling for that shit again. That's why you get the crotchless one, man. Well, you know, we, we call them camper panties around here. Yeah, because you ain't got to pull them all the way down just when you're out in the woods. Um, but, I mean, there's all kinds. Adam and Eve is a good website if anybody's interested. Adam and Eve is not a supporter of the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast, but we wish but you were. sure could be. Um, <laughs> My bad. By the way, I love you. I love Adam and Eve. And if you ever want to go out on a date, let me know. Um, I do a little kissing up. We could actually test products for you. Yeah, we would love to test. Well, you can test certain women ones. That I'll, I'll, yeah, you test the women. Oh, you yeah. test the ones for women. For women's pleasure. Well, like, fuck, I can't get around this one, can I? Come on. Let your inner self be known, sir. For products not used on men, we could test. Why would you want products not used on men to test? You don't want... Because I don't want shit used on men to test. You don't want female products to be tested on you. You would like the male products like the flashlight, the heated vibrated glow-in-the-dark cock ring. Okay, uh, you're twisting what I'm saying. No, I, I'm thinking your inner uh, hello is coming out. Because <laughs> it sounds like you want to try all the dildos. Now, if you want to try a dildo or something, I'll go buy you one just to see how you walk the next day. I will even help you use it. I will launch it out of a tater gun. And if nothing changes, we know what's up. Speaking about not touching the side. <laughs> God, we've gotten dirty on this, man. I like it. It ain't the first time. Uh, no, it ain't our time, no. This is classic VA for us. All right, so let me let me reiterate. No, no. Girl no, walks into the bedroom. Oh, Lord have mercy. You've been with her a year. Okay. Y'all have even mentioned marriage. Oh, damn. She comes in with the, the Cooter Pounder 9000. <laughs> comes with three Lincoln motors. Is that name right? It, it has a hard uh, a helmet in case she gets thrown off. Gotcha. It's got 17 gears. Runs out of gas when you hit the third. Okay? you. It's, it's like, my God, $2,739 worth of the first down payment. Oh, so this this joker is the end all be all hair stand upper you'll ever see, and she's like, you know what? I really like you to use this on me for about seven hours, and um, when we're done, I I guess you can mount on top. What are your thoughts? Uh, that would be an issue because if you've been together a year and talking about marriage, and all of a sudden she brings this up. That'd be a big red flag for me. That means that she wouldn't be happy. She hasn't been happy with what we've been doing. Just the fact she kept. I mean, we could. That would. That 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 just me answering that would lead into a serious subject. You know. Yeah. I mean, a year and she kept that literally behind closed door. Well, behind closed warehouses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Behind closed finance companies because yeah. so much goes. I mean, um, what if you? had the perfect sex with her that night. You with got it? Di- no, just okay. together. Continue. You roll off, and you're like, God dang, that was great. And she's like, yes, it was too. But you know what? Next time, let's use the Cooter Thruster 9000. That goes back that to the timing issue. Would that be the red, same red flag? Yeah, because if, if she makes you believe, 
or if you felt like that that was the greatest ever, and then all of a sudden she wants to bring in the third For undisclosed reasons, we might just have to forget this podcast. That's fine. Go ahead. No, I need to go ahead. I mean, you got work to do. We're at 28 minutes. Well, we still got another interview to put on this one. Do we? Yeah, we had Banda Jones and uh, that other one. (laughs) Well, I I don't. I gave text support all the info. Or did I? I don't. Let me say this on public air. This has nothing to do with my love life. Billy and the Medicine Man. I still got the notes. All right. I didn't remember. So I, it I remember it. Uploaded. It hadn't been uploaded? Right. No, nope, couldn't be. This just happened to be the topic of today. This has nothing to do with my love life. <laughs> I have been arguing with my girlfriend, and I don't want her to think that I'm... Well, now that makes me wonder, is it because she got the cooter no. master or whatever you No, it? <laughs> no. It has nothing to do with any of that. This just happened to... You, you know how... You know how in a fight it goes, so... Yeah, you, I that's just, why we might ought to just nah, kind of like like meet up tomorrow. All right, that's cool. I'm good. We might do another one tomorrow after I think This tonight. one ain't on, on me and my fucked up bullshit. What you should do is go through a text sport and listen to it. Edit what you think might hurt. That would be like 80% of this fucking podcast. <laughs> when we stop talking about the 4th of July... <laughs> the rest of it's downhill. Well, I'm about Big Bangs and everything, so it leads But now, I'm just now saying for the public record... This has nothing to do with my relationship. No, it's okay. like like we just, it just stated a few minutes ago. It, it the subject came up because of his nickname. Right. Uh, well, I just got thinking with tensions high. I already mentioned we had an argument. Yeah. I don't want her to think that no, I'm starting it, to doubt anything in the. Bedroom. We had. If she was to happen to listen to this, we, me, and you, cheese, have never even had that discussion. So that can't right. be. Well, I just don't want her to think that I'm, I'm saying that we're having problems. But we could change the subject if you'd like. I don't know. I kind of like the way y'all are turning red. You're turning red? Quit drinking. Sure. I think he's turning red because he's reliving, you know, past episodes with, like, the the pounder. Oh. How was the pounder, Ace? Is it all it says? So what's your, what's your week look like? What are you doing, like, this week? Rest what of the, the hell? Y'all, you changing the subject, oh, well. <laughs> I'm hoping to work in the garden now. And we've had some rain. And my garden is getting very slack. I, I haven't planted everything I need to plant. I'm running out of time. It's horrible. Well, um, I do got a nerd topic we could talk about if you'd like. As long as everybody out there understands I was not talking <laughs> well, this is my about problem. my old lady. Okay. Uh, with uh, Chief being back, we we uh, started rewatching Lucifer. Oh, that's pretty good. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen all of it. And we also started... Uh, I've just finished because of you and tech support. Just finished the last episode of Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'll go ahead and throw it in here now, so I ain't got to wait till later. I hate you, Cheese, for introducing me to that. I haven't even finished that. It got me thinking about all the great actors that are in a lot of great TV series, not just episodes. Right. Like, for example, Mark Shepard. And he was you may not know the name, but you will know the character. <laughs> I think I know what he played. I'm not sure. Crowley. Crowley was awesome. From Supernatural. Now, you know, he's played also in... Uh, he was in Battlestar Galactica. I didn't know that. He became the president at the end. But he was also in... Uh, Leverage. 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 That's what I was looking for. Leverage. Exactly. Three 
amazing shows that I absolutely 100% love. He was evil in Supernatural, but he made evil so lovable. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, he was the lovable. And he showed and he showed that evil can turn his way around. Exactly. So, yeah, that I got really me thinking of how many, I don't know if we want to call it luck or not, but actors have fallen into series that were hits and amazing, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He started mm-hmm. on Supernatural. Yep. As Papa, yep. as Daddy, and then he moved to The Walking Dead. Now, was he? Was that his first show? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's where I. Yeah. That's where I. I was introduced to him. One is it like One Tree Hill or Seventh Heaven? Is one of the Teeny Bopper shows? Oh, one of the chick shows. Chick shows. Let's see. Then I definitely wouldn't. know. And from what I understand, he's a great guy in real life too. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. But then you got like Katie Cassidy. Katie Cassidy, she also played in the sci-fi. It was uh, she was on a bunch of episodes of Supernatural. Now, now you know own. her as uh, oh crap, I can't remember her name on the show. She's in Arrow. Okay, okay. She okay. plays uh the screaming lady. What the Black hell's Canary. her Black Canary? Okay, all right, I like her. Yep. And there's wow. a lot of good. Actors have been in a lot of good shows. Yeah, and those are hit shows. Like, but like Mark Shepard, man, three huge hit shows. Well, how do you feel? And I'm not. Uh, do you have more? No, that's talk? the only three. Examples how do you feel like about remakes of shows? And of course, they a lot of times they have to get a new main character because mm-hmm. they're remaking it. But the new main character doesn't quite live up to the original. Give me an example. Well, I mean, I got a bunch in my head, but. Like for you. Well, we could do like Clash of the Titans. All right, yeah, Clash of the Titans. That was originally made in the 80s. What, early well, early 70s? 80s or late 70s. Okay. So 40, at yeah, least 40 right, plus right. years. I think the original. I love was the awesome. original. It was awesome. I own it. But the remake, I own both of those too. Because well, those were amazing. Those were, those were more of a reimagining. Right. Because they didn't follow the same script that. Clash of the original right, Clash of right. Titans. Well, that's also a good blow to a uh, a person of our uh, knowledge and love of these right. sci-fi movies. When you when you stray so far away from the original, right, it really hurts. Yeah, but uh, still, sometimes they still make good shows doing that. Now, I'm going to get a lot of flack from y'all too, and anybody listening, and I'm sorry, but. The new Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Well, I'm with you. She's beautiful. Oh, she's a ten. She was a is a decent actor, pretty good. Yeah, I loved her in Fast and Furious. But well, I'm talking about just don't do Fast and Furious. Just think Wonder Woman. Okay. In the Wonder Woman show, she was pretty damn good. Okay. She was good. Something. Good. I'll give her good. But. She is I grew up with Linda Carter. Linda Carter will always forever Linda be Carter Wonder will Woman. Always be Wonder Woman. She is the most beautiful. Even today. Oh, she buddy. is the most beautiful woman. I fell in love with her as a child. I stayed in love with her through my teens. She got me through a lot of heartbreak as a teen. And uh, maybe that's where I got come up with all the toys. I don't know, um, but. This woman is the end-all, be-all as far as Wonder Woman could be. Now, the new generation that has never seen Linda Carter, yeah, they're going to watch the Gal Gadot. 
if they grow up a little bit and say, huh, look at this on Netflix. There was a, a series of Wonder Woman back in the, you know, the 70s. I'm going to check it out. Since they saw Gal Gadot first, and it was a bigger production, better she will graphics, forever be she'll Woman. forever be Wonder Woman. Well, let's look, that's that's not that's a really narrow uh, well, example. Only, though. Yeah, it is. It is. That's only two: Linda Carter and Gal Gadot. Let's let's go with a bigger example. Sure. Who, Batman and and or Superman. Well, now, Batman exactly has had so many people playing. Batman. Who's your favorite Batman? Who Michael is Keaton. Batman when you think of him? Michael Keaton. I'm with Chief. But, but Adam West was Batman. That one I never really got into. Never. The Batman series on TV, it was more comical. Yeah, it was it was directed straight for kids. It was made from. So he kind of you kind of have to stand him aside because he was not a serious uh, character. Right. I mean, let's face it. There was one episode where a shark jumped up and grabbed him. What? On a air, on a from a helicopter, okay. and the shark was movie, stuffed with dynamite. Movie wise, who is your Batman and Superman? Michael Keaton. And movie wise, believe it or not, uh, I'm gonna have to go with now. I can't remember the name of the original guy on the TV series who was awesome, by the way. But I was still young, and when I really came into the Superman uh, genre, it was Chris. Uh, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. I'm about to say Chris Christopherson. Yeah, but there was a guy before Black and White. Um, yeah, that's who I'm talking about. That's it was the original TV series, and right. he was freaking awesome. And actually, in that series, if you want to know who the best, most awesome character was, it was the guy that played Jimmy Olsen. I wouldn't know. Uh, i never seen uh, that. Uh, you need to check that. it out. It's a black and white. It's really good. Uh, well, some of it's black and white. Um, but... For me, forever, it will be Chris uh, Christopher Reeves and uh, Margot Kidder, who played uh, Lois Lane. Oh, 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 small, small. Why didn't they make him the movie guy? I don't know. Why? Is it because of him? He did not want to be the movie guy. Sir, I love you, and I'd like to meet you and shake your hand. I'd probably sniff your underwear, but are you a fucking idiot? That, if you find something... That makes you your millions, make your money. It's like the guy that's playing James Bond. Yep. Uh, what's his Daniel name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. He wants to walk away from the series. Well, he did. Because he don't want to be known as James Bond. Dude, make your damn money. I don't understand that. Make your money. They won't choose James Bond. Make your paper, dumbass. Make your platform and go from here. Look at Sean Connery. One of the right. best James Bond. Who is the best James Bond in y'all's eyes? There's only Connery in my eyes. To this day, Roger Moore to me. See, because that's, that's, when I started into uh, the 007 series, it was Roger Moore's turn. Right. See, I didn't even know about Sean Connery. Sean Connery being a a Bond until I watched so many Roger Moores. My and, first Bond was actually Goldfinger, I think. So yeah, well, that was Roger Moore, wasn't it? No, uh, not Goldfinger. That was Connery. Oh, okay, I believe you. It was Connery. I thought. Oh, I'm thinking about the man with the golden gun. That was Roger Moore. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with who you see first. It does. But now, as old as we are and as open as we are to finding the better, what's the better brand, what's the better show, what's the better this? Right. 
I can look back and say Sean Connery is one of the best, but to me, I'll forever remember Roger Moore because he was my first. He was my first man <laughs> behind the bleachers. I was going to let that go, but behind the bleachers in high school, um, he was the first one to brought. Well, Sean Connery was all round though. I, I when I think of Sean Connery, I don't automatically go 007. I, I automatically go amazing actor. Oh yeah, because yeah. Well, of like Alcatraz, the Rock, uh, yeah. well the Rock, Alcatraz, yeah. all that was uh, so great. The one with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Well, all of them. When they good. was thieves, I mean, I, I mean, I can go uh, on and on. The dude that everybody falls fell in love with, all the women started releasing their eggs for. Uh, that started out yeah. in ER that just married the uh, Clooney. Like Clooney George Clooney what's the best movie you've seen him in oh, I love Three Kings Three where Kings they, is really good stole gold alright what about you uh, the, uh, I think it's The Man, man That Stared Goats that was a good movie never seen oh it. yeah 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 that was a, he was a haven't seen that one he, he was something a, about staring at goats no, when I lock eyes with a goat well, I was about think the, uh, Afghan War it was a government program where they tried to telekinesis. Yeah, they tried to. Oh, I need to watch that one. I mean, it was but it was during like the Iraq, not the Iraq war, but the Afghanistan war. My deal war. is. Desert Storm or something. It was good. From Dust Till Dawn. Yes. I love him in that movie. He yes. played. Yes. He played the protective brother, the serial murderer, but still level-headed. He showed love. I don't care what my brother I is. I'm going to get him help. I fucking movie. Love, I love the movie, but the best part in that whole movie is Selma Hayek dancing with that fucking snake. And you know she was scared of snakes at the time. I, yeah. I mean, and she did it. Uh, that chick. And, and you know snake. she put her foot all up in uh, Quentin Tarantino's mouth. Mm-hmm. And in real life, Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. He admitted that. I, I don't know. I, I for her, I guess I'd do it, but that ain't that is not in my list of. Fetishes. You, if if you're a girl, your lifelong love came up to you and said, "I want you to suck my toes." She better, she better have pristine toes first of all, because I ain't sucking on no athlete's foot bullshit. Shit, break out a I mean, one of them looks like boy. One of them looks like it's it's like. Mm. I'm not saying I, I. I'm not gonna get anything from it, but if that's what she wants, sure. Well, see that we, that's in the realm of okay. I'll do. We, it, we have know. discussed. I'm not gonna say how we discussed. We we discussed like a couple's massage. Yeah. I have basically said to hell no. Yeah. Now I have a problem with strangers touching me. You know that. Yeah. I'm kind of a germaphobe. It's gotten a lot worse over the years. I would rather somebody massage my entire body with their feet than touch me with their hands. Now. You're, you're probably wondering why. I see I, you're shaking your head, and you're like, well, okay. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you were in Walmart and saw somebody picking their ass with their toes? Actually, now, just last week. <laughs> now, have you ever seen anybody pick their ass yeah, with their hand? You're yes, right. But not their toes. I literally, for some reason, thought about the, not that exact thing, but I, I was, like, taking my socks off, and I always, like, ride my you know bring my socks through my toes at night you know yeah. the worst thing about the your feet is and I, sweaty for and some reason yeah for some reason that popped in my head i can wash sweat off i'm like yeah if you've been picking your cooch or picking your ass or, or picking the famunda cheese if you're like dick, if you're like me your feet are in socks all day except when you're asleep i would rather you rub me all over with your feet yeah i know I'm with the only you. thing about been on with you. sweat i'm with you 
but you up, went up there and touched me. I don't know where your hands have been. Uh-uh, that's good news, B. And, uh, that's a sweat bee that I that's got a good news, B. of them over there. What? It's a good news, B. If he lands on me, I get good news. Well, well I ain't getting good news, and I ain't either. So we're both. They fucked. like they like eating the salt off your sweat. But uh, don't you don't be him. Yeah, He's wiggling his ass at me, man. That must be that must be super good news. <laughs> oh, he almost got me. Is he on me? Okay. Well, anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's my thoughts. Now, if I tell my my, my girlfriend this, she's like, "You're so weird." Well, what is a good fetish that you would go with? I don't have fetish. Sucking on... Everyone does. I, everyone I, has... I have, no, if here's, there's here, a fetish, me, I have let not me found finish. it. Let me finish. There is something you like done to you or to do to somebody else that somebody somewhere is going to be like, that's weird. Dude, I just like, I consider being, in, that I just a like being in the room. All right? I'm, I'm just glad that I'm the one that was asked to be there. Uh, no, and you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't mind... Oh God, this is gonna sound so bad. I, I don't know why I even started saying that. I wouldn't <laughs> mind uh, experimentation to find out what my fetish is. That's a dangerous road. As long as we realize there are some points of my body well, that's, that's off limits. That's why I went down this road. Cause like the foot thing you was asking about, I sure you want your feet suck or toes suck, sure I'll do that. But if you gonna want to like shit on me or piss on me, I know a guy. I draw the line. I know a guy. Yeah, but that ain't happening with AIDS. That ain't happening that's, with that's what I was getting but at. But I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. And, you know, it, it might even be a turn-on. It might even be for a... Not no, for no, 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 wait, no. That's not okay, what I'm continue. talking about. I'm not talking about the purple or scat <laughs> or yellow showers or whatever. It might even be a turn-on for a love interest, my girlfriend, whatever you want to call yeah. it, to come to me and say, you know what, let's find out what you like. Yeah. We're going to... We're going to... We're going to do this for you. We're gonna find out what you like. So I know. Well, that would be a turn on. Let me put yeah. this out there, Cheese. Yeah. If she ever does that, mm -hmm. I got a baseball bat she could use for you. Only if it's Louisville Slugger. <laughs> there was a show mind, put man. on once. Never mind me. That I did not watch. There was a show I did not watch about a guy that would take road cones and Louisville oh, Sluggers, but he would only let women watch. He only did it for the pleasure of women. I'm like, the dude, you there's. Watch. That's not for the pleasure of women, dude. Uh, <laughs> No, I hate to be the one to break the news to you. Uh, what about you, Chief? Yeah, Chief. What is your fetish? What What do you like? Or where's the line for you? Uh, I have really the only line I found over my years is which is like seven. You're young, but anyways, is anal. And you would not do anal. You would not give. You would not receive anal. I would not receive. Because yeah, I'm I had with a you girlfriend. There. What about a little finger? Just a oh, little finger, folks. Well, no. Because, excuse my language. Oh, no, we, we cuss all the time. I had a girlfriend, and we were <coughs> in the middle of things, and she decided to play peekaboo in the middle. And no. Did you ever give her finger back? <laughs> a couple years later, I yeah, think. You know, because they can sew that back on, which will then sew such a amount of time. But, I mean, maybe if we were discussed it beforehand, yeah. I might have been, uh, Try it one time. If I don't like it, back off. Yeah. But no, she just snuck it, snuck it in. And I'm like, no. Well, see, I I hang out with a different crowd of people than y'all do. Uh, recently, I haven't had time to hang out with them, and I and I gave most of this people, these type people, up for for my girlfriend. And I'm, I'm getting back into it, by the way. 
And they they will talk about anything. I mean, just biker dudes. And they, at one point, were trying to convince me, and there's more than one of them, that the silk scarf is the best thing you'll ever run across. And what it is is that these people have been to, uh, they've been to the military, mm-hmm. been all around the world. And there was one place where the quote-unquote hookers would take a silk scarf and tie a knot in it every couple inches. And it was silk and thin and all that. And while they were performing oral on you, they would gently and easily, and they were so skilled at it, you barely even knew any pressure was there, push this scarf in you. And right when it became your time to orgasm, they'd snatch it so much out really quick. They would crank a lawnmower. Crank a lawnmower. That's what I actually asked them. Did you crank up and put around the room or what? And they said it's the best shit that ever happened to them. Yeah, like, you know what? I'm gonna take your I word don't, for it. I'm gonna take your word for it, and I don't care if they give me the scarf when it's over with. Uh, that's not the point. No. No. So if it was your end all be all girl that you wanted to be with the rest of your life, and she said, you know what? I want to be with you too, but there's one thing, one thing you got to do for me to prove your love. So I know you're not going to break my heart. I've got to take his beach towel. And I'm going to tie <laughs> Why'd you go so huge, dude? <laughs> well, I'm trying to accommodate you, sir. With him, I would say this itty-bitty, like, Barbie doll hanky. With you, it's got to be... All right, no. Uh, this ain't Cecil's car. Okay. And she says, we got to do it at least one time. And I know if you're that open with me and you're that willing to try things with me and you're that willing to concede to something I feel I need. I know you love me. And she goes in the bathroom and she brings the plunger back <laughs> and she says, are you ready? <laughs> Why are you gonna keep getting more dramatic with it? Well, if well, it was a one-time thing just for her to feel comfortable in the relationship, yeah. I might. I'm gonna say this as ace, mm-hmm. sober ace. The answer's no. <laughs> she says, well, even if you can't handle it, I just want to know that you've given it a try, that you've tried. We got one night in. Oh, I, I think I would, if it was the end all be all girl I want to Well, I believe you should be comfortable with your partner and you should be able to do vulnerable things. Right, and as long as there's ground rules, then yeah, I would say I would do it. Well, see, a lot of guys would sit there and go, that's just, they're homophobic. No, that's just gay. And I don't think that's it. I mean, uh, I don't know. The end all be all? Yeah. This is the girl that you are going, if you could have her babies, you would. I can't, I'm trying to think of who that would be, and I can't even come up with one of those. That's that's the issue. Uh, Megan Fox. Oh, fuck, no. Christina Applegate. No, she ain't. Oh, you talking famous too? Let's say okay. Salma Kate Hayek came Beckinsale. to you. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale came to you and said, I, Underworld. Yeah. Y'all been dating for a while. and If we try inch by inch, yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Kate fucking Beckinsale? Are you kidding I think, me? I think the things that go on between you and your partner in the bedroom are, number one, sacred. And number two, should be private between y'all. And number three, they should be to where either one of you can be vulnerable. You can tell each other anything and it's a non-judgmental zone. The, the partner doesn't have to go along with it. The partner can sit there and go, you know, that's not for me or I can't, I can't believe you did that as long as you don't do it again, whatever. 
I think that the bedroom is a very key component to a relationship. Oh, and, I've, you've heard me say that a thousand times. And you should be open, and you should be open to your partner's needs. If there's an issue in any portion, mm-hmm. then it's an issue. If it's a if it's an issue for one partner, no matter what it is, it's it could be issue. taking the trash out for the woman, and it could be not enough bedroom for the man. It's it's a huge issue to the said to person the that hasn't. It, yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing I was trying to convey to a uh, a partner of the past. That's what I was like. It doesn't matter how stupid you think a problem is. Yep. If it's a problem for That's, you, it's a huge that problem. That is not even in consideration. It, if the partner says, I'm so mad at you because you put the toilet paper on upside down, and you sit there and think, That's the dumbest shit in the world, all you're going to do is rip it off and wipe your ass with it. It doesn't matter how stupid it is to you. If it is an issue to your partner, it should be addressed. Yeah. And in a caring, loving relationship, it will be addressed. And in my opinion, if she doesn't hang it the right way, relationship's over. <laughs> You're, are you a topper or a bottom? I'm a top. Hey, uh-huh. on toilet paper, it's got to roll over the top. We are in America. We are not in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you address a bedroom problem, well, that's let's just say the problem is. Well, like you said, it, it was a little issue to begin with, but that little issue compounds over time. And then it becomes a huge issue for one party, and they're, for lack of, not for what if it's hatred or something, it becomes an issue then, what, once it's what not What if it's issue. embarrassing to you, and you just don't want to say it, or... Uh, then you're not with the right person. Well, now, there's some things that you just don't want to say to anybody. Dude. You know me. That's the issue. You know there's no subject off limits to me personally. Now, we, we'll have to be talking about somebody else if you want to go down that road. Uh, well, no, I'm, I'm asking an in, you as an individual. I'm not talking about other people. Um, if there's closeness there, you know I'll literally say, talk about anything. Let's just say Except you have that a problem right. with a little too much hair down there on her. It can't go there. Because I like hair down there. <laughs> All right, let's just say it's a little too fucking bald. Then. Okay, okay, there. And you're like, hey, you know what? I you like hair? What is wrong? Yeah, I do. I mean, I don't like like the Amazon like the fucking 70s. forest. Uh, no, um, I like if it's in the bikini, then I love it. Well, balder the better for me. Um, but for visual, I love that. Yeah. Hair. Well, okay. Um, for dinner time. <laughs> you know that's different. <laughs> that's a whole different. But anyway. you know this person likes being trimmed. Okay. How do you bring that up to the person, knowing that they are against it, or is it something you just swallow? Well, if there's too much hair, you do swallow it. Um, how do you bring it up to them, or is it? That's a bad example because that, that is be a an little issue, bitty. But would it be an? Are some issues worth skipping? Yeah. Well, that one, yeah. I would add, look. Why don't you let it grow out a little bit? I like it a little growed out. No, she I, doesn't like it. No, it itches or whatever. End of the conversation. I'm good. You can deal with it. Oh yeah. Well, that's right. that's nothing. Right, that's well, like if she likes me completely, completely shaved like once or twice well, a day. Right, well, let's say, all right. Let's say it's something. It's not big. an issue with me. Let's say it's something big. Let's say she asks you to slap her around, and you're like, I do not Ooh. believe in touching women. 
And she says, no, I want you to slap my face and make it red. Call me every bad name in the book. Now, in today's you know how we world, are. well, yeah, uh, that's that's the issue. Today's world, yeah. And I would have to be in a long-term already relationship before I would even consider that knowing, because then you would I would have to be in a relationship long enough to know who this woman truly is. Yeah, to know she wouldn't let me hit her one good time and accidentally leave a mark because we was in in the heat of the moment mm-hmm. and her not run to the cops. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you have to know let's, know let's your say, partner before even beyond that. that I couldn't do it. Well, it, there's no way. If it spanked the ass, oh, oh well, I mean, bend a little, over, darling. I'm there for you. But I'm telling you, she says, I want you, you know, spit in my face, slap me, uh, the face, grab me by that, the jaw, and the yank issue. me around. Well, no, I don't know. Uh, I couldn't do it. I uh, for the even if she said it was an end all be all. Well, I'm, I'm, like, st- I'm still working sorry. on Dream Woman, and let's go realistic. I let's can go take realistic. A one. Let's go realistic. Let's go with the one that showed up Friday night. Okay, let's say that one. All right, that's not my dream, but whatever. But if she said that, I still I couldn't do I it. I would try. I couldn't even try because that's that's something you know. I, if she if it's such a big issue to her, you got to try. I, I I would just have to say, look, if it's an end all relationship deal, I love you, but I'm going to let you walk. Then it wasn't meant to be. I, well, no, but I, we've had that discussion. I don't I, want to go back down. I don't think it's. Again. We spent in, one in, whole podcast. But well, when I, you think about discussing it, discussing if if it means that much to her to have it done, and it means that much to you not to do it, as well as as bad as she wants it done, she ought to understand how bad you don't want to do it, and y'all should be able to come to some form of compromise. But like uh, I'm not gonna that's hit a you little crack in the sidewalk that over time will yeah. become the grand fucking canyon. Yeah, but if maybe, I sit there and say, maybe. look, I came from a household where it was very abusive, and I have fought so many years to get that out of my head, and just to hear me slap you, just to know that my hand was on your face would bring back so much traumatic memories for me. The face is the issue I got too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I she, mind, she wants that ass whooped. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm dark. Ass. Oh, I'm leaving well. I mean, I ain't got to. Um, but it's the, it's the truly painful type shit. I don't know if yeah, I can cross I, that I line. Just, I can't do it. I, I mean, don't care how much I love her. You want it nipple would, clamps? Okay. It would bring back so much tra- trauma on me that yeah. it, it wouldn't be worth it because. I would be in years of therapy after that. That's the deal, though. There are some women that love the bruises. Oh, yeah. yeah that I don't know if I could deal with. That would be a hard light pass no What if she said she wants me. to punch you in the face while you're doing it? I'm against that, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm against violence. I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a violent person. Now, I don't think a spank on the ass is violent. No. That's As long as it's play. As long as you're not going to put them in the hospital from it. Uh, you know, walking, you know, sitting down a little easy the next morning. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah! Um, oh but, yeah! That's eternal, actually. Oh, yeah. But as far as you know, like just you know, balling up your fist and punching. No, nah, I, I don't think. I, no, that would be a. Um, even with anybody that I can think of, I, are I don't you think done I stroking could. yourself, Mister? 
We've done talked about a whole bunch of shit. Oh, no, I wasn't No, that, that was, by the reaction, that was almost getting pegged type <laughs> of oh, phone call. Funny you should bring that up. That's our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I think I've gotten in enough trouble off this podcast because... I hope I got you. I mean, I soon, hope you didn't get in As trouble. soon as somebody listens to this podcast, they're like, okay, were you talking about me? No, it just... Okay, no. Um, but I enjoyed this podcast. I, I did too. Uh, I learned I, a lot of things about y'all. Oh, well, yeah, I learned that there's pretty much nothing you won't try in the name of love. Well, the final and question it kind of scares is, me. The final question is, do y'all want to go to my... Uh, Warehouse and try out my equipment. That's what I. No, that's, no I don't. I don't try anything that's pre-used, man. I, yeah, I prefer taking. I want to see the wrapper coming off before I. You know, by transference, I don't want my penis to be rubbing I'll make the call and get a wrapper put on it then. Yeah. That, that new toy smell. By transference, I don't want my pecker to be next to yours. Okay. Uh, everybody, we're gonna. It's not sober. Well, not sober. <laughs> not again. Again. Uh, <laughs> But we're going to call an end to this podcast. Uh, stay tuned. We've got an interview from Billy and the Medicine Man. Uh, awesome, guys. They're, they're really short good guys. In, that was the short interview, like eight, nine minutes. No, that was the no, that, that was a short. Nope. Was it was interview? Billy because he was. they had to get up and go. Okay, it's a short interview. It's a but really it's actually short one. Was that, that's the guy that had the, was in the military? Yeah, the big guy. Yeah, I like him. No, that was the band of Jones. The, the big, big guy, guy was the awesome interview we had. But then, hmm. you'll hear anyway, yeah. it's a good interview. And do we have any original? I don't think we have No, any. not with them. It's just an interview. So they got know. some coming out, if I remember correctly. Uh, No. No, okay. Not them. But they are good guys. And yep. I think you'll enjoy the interview. And if you ever do get a chance to hear them, I think, you know, it's worth the money to go ahead and check it out. Uh, no. No. No, yeah. no originals from them. But like I said, they're great guys. I think you'll enjoy the interview. It is a short one because we had time restraints on this one. And I hope to hope to have another interview soon. I'm not sure who's playing next. Uh, well, we've no already clue. done them. No clue. Uh, yeah, it's Billy again. Well, they was there Saturday, the past the few days ago. That's right. I just saw who was playing, but I think we've got them more. Uh, I guess the next will be the next Thursday. No, this Saturday is, I don't, anyway. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We may have another interview next podcast. Yeah, we, we do, we do, we do. Uh, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed this interview. Baby, I love you. Nothing of this was about you. Um, it was about uh, Chief. Chief here. We learned a little bit about him. So any ladies wanting to, you know, shove anything up anybody's rectums, uh, Call a brother. Call a brother. We got you. We got you hooked up. Everybody, this is Cheeseburger for the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast. I'm forever beside one of my bestest buds, Ace. Suck it. Suck it. And you know what? You didn't say it this time. I did earlier, remember? Did yep. Okay. Well, say it again. Say it again. No. Because say it you, one more time. No, because it seems say it like, to my it face. seems like if I said it, you'd orgasm right now after the topic we don't went through. It seems like... You're a sadomasochist, dude, you sick bastard. Dude, I'm already out of juice. I've been doing it the whole time. Oh, well then, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to y'all next week. Don't forget to tip your bartenders. We love you, and we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get the remix this time. Hello, everybody. This is Cheeseburger from the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast Show and band interviews. I've got sitting right here next beside me is Ace, of course, my sidekick. 
And we are sitting here with an exciting band. I think y'all are really going to like them. And they're called, I'm going to let you say it. What's your name? Billy and the Medicine Men. Billy and the Medicine Men. That's right. We're out at the VFW in Aberdeen, Mississippi tonight, which they are backed by popular demand. They have made a huge impression on this crowd. And we're happy to see them back. Uh, tell you what, first off, let's get the names of the band members and you know what y'all play in your position in the band. This is Billy Smith. Billy Smith. Front man. All right. I'm David Rice. I play electric guitar. All right. Shane Pennington plays bass. Bono. James David Boyd is the drummer. Wow. All right. So how long have y'all been together? Uh, as a band, we've been the Billy and the Medicine Men for right at, I think this will be next, I think this will be our third year. Third year? Uh, we've had some uh, some ins and outs on the uh, lead guitar. Dave has been with us about eight months, and uh, we've had some ins and outs on the bass playing stuff, but me and uh, Ono are the original two. Right. Found the two founding members of right band. now have y'all been in other bands together before this or? uh no no we've played together just picking around open mics and just getting together and jamming and stuff but we never played together in band. well what got what got y'all wanting to be a band i mean what were your influences that led you to this to where you are today oh well i started late i didn't play a lot of guitar when i was a child or in my teens i didn't pick up a guitar till i was 23 years old i'm 41 now uh, which, if anybody comes to my acoustic shows, they they can they can tell that that's a joke. But anyway, uh, didn't have any musical people in my family as far as uh, sisters and brothers and and moms and dads. But uh, I did have some grandparents to play, um, and I just always liked music, man. Are you self-taught or? I'm completely 100% self-taught. Well, see, we're we're trying to pick up. The guitar, which I haven't started, he's already been trying. Uh, I'm gonna go try to take some lessons somewhere, and he's trying to teach himself. And he has a couple of friends that are helping him. But I tell you what, it's not as easy as people think it is. No, uh, no. I mean, uh, it's a struggle, and uh, I want to do it. I I play a couple other instruments, but I had a uh, incident and lost some of my teeth, and when they repaired it. I just can't yeah. form it right, so I'm right. looking for something else. But guitar is not easy. No, it's not. It takes a lot of uh, dedication, a lot of work. Uh, it's, you know, you sit in the bedroom, right. it sounds great. Then when you're, you're playing with other people in a band right. context, it's a whole different ball game. Which he, he just started. Loved. He just started. He's he's working his... He, he keeps claiming, I'm going to take it out of the yard and burn the damn thing. Uh, he's having a hard time with it. Yeah, I can help you out there, brother. Just go up, just run home and get it, and I'll, uh, I'll take it off your hands. Which I tell him, you know, five months is not a long time when it comes Man, to learning. I've been 52 years. Five months is nothing. And I imagine you're learning every every, every day. day. Every uh, day, every gig. You got it? Absolutely. All right. We're having some technical issues over here, which happens every time. Every time. Uh, we technology. Oh, yeah, we love technology. That's great. Now, what is the biggest venue y'all have ever played? Uh, we played several venues. Uh, we played a place up in Springville, Alabama a few years back called Shots Roadhouse. It was pretty cool. And uh, we play all over the, the uh, all over Alabama. And we don't just play bars and, and uh, music venues per se. We, we play at rodeos and car shows and right. private parties private and parties. stuff, but 
I would say probably the biggest venue we've played uh, would probably be Shots Roadhouse in Springville, really? Alabama. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean we we got our uh, ambitions and our goals, but we uh, we're well, not. What would be your there. dream venue then? Uh, oh, dream what, venue. What would be the biggest? Who would you like to play with if you were the lead band and you had? Uh, opener, or if you were the opener, who would you love to be with? If I was the opener, I don't know about David. I can't speak for the rest of the band, but right. most of my musical uh, influences come from Merle Haggard and Waylon Jennings, oh, yeah, and, 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 and that shows up in a lot of the music we play. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm also uh, a big Texas country music fan, right. so a lot of the people that I play and, and mimic some of my stuff after are not very well known but if I get I guess if I had to throw somebody out there that I would love to open up for it would be somebody like Sturgill Simpson right. Cody Jinks yeah. those guys I could care less about top 40 country music period well that's what I that was going to lead me into my next question what do you think about modern music the 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 evolution of country or any whatever you listen to is we got a real big transition from what music well yeah Right. I mean, the I, I personally think that technology has um, set real country music, right? Real folk music, right? Appalachian music. I think it set it. Well, like auto tune. Well, now you don't have to be a singer. I mean, you can just you, any voice can be a star. Well, with auto tune, if, if you have a look, it can be marketed. Right. That's it. That's it. Nowadays, it's not talent that makes a band. It's, you know, do you have the look? Are you marketable? Yep. Do, you, do you come from money? I mean, because that's most of the, the singers nowadays are just using music as to get into a uh, modeling career or an acting career. So it seems. That's, that's the way it's going. Now, there are still a few, you know, originals out there, but they're hard to find nowadays. I mean, you really have to search to find what you consider good music. Well, they don't get the promotion. They'll right. Never, they'll never have the bottom line. Right. That's right. Did a pretty boy band. Now, what would you? Yeah. What advice would you give to a band that's uh, or to people that are wanting to form a band, that are wanting to get out there? Uh, y'all been doing it for a while. I'm sure y'all got a lot of horror stories, and y'all have good ones <laughs> on top of that. I would say, be the best you can be. What it is that you want to do. Practicing. And there's a lot involved mental aspect of mindset right. um, and to be honest with you Berger, you're going to be doing it mostly for fun right you enjoy, uh, but you're not going to get rich right you know so if you're not getting some personal satisfaction out of it and if you don't lay in bed when you get home and, and just kind of relive relive it and wonder what you could do better and, uh, and think boy that was that was good that right. was tight well that's what makes a good band number one is loving what you do because that I've said it a thousand times on this show that that reflects in the music you put out. The people can feel it if you're enjoying yourself. Well, I think deep down, the real people, the real people that work for a living, and when they do go out to hear a band, they're spending their hard-earned money. I think they want real. Yeah, all right. I think that you don't have to have a show with dancers and you know, flashing lights and. and all this kind of thing. I think they want real music. And they can tell. People oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's not all about the flash. I mean, you want to hear the music. You want to feel the music more than see the music. Well, if it moves you. Right. If it connects with you on a level that doesn't involve you 
having to really think about it and study and bands doing what they need to do. Now, you said y'all have some original songs. We do have. We got a couple of original. Well, You're a good I, writer. Good well, good I, I wouldn't say that, but it, uh, the mood strikes me occasionally, and and I'll I'll sit down and write one, and I've probably got, oh, I probably got more stuffed away somewhere I'll never find than I actually do that I actually worked up. But the ones that I work up, you know, I've got pretty good results out of. I play a lot of them in my acoustic shows. Well, they're um, real songs, and uh, I'll tell the story that's real to Billy. It's you know, for me to write about it, it's got to really hit me. It's got to really right. be. Well, do you have something. a process that you sit down and plan, or it just hits you in the moment? It, it could. It's just a moment. It could be something that you see, something that you hear, something that you feel uh, in everyday life, and then if right. it's something that you that you want to convey to, to people. Well, nothing conveys you know. a story like real life. Exactly. It's something that somebody can relate to. I think Absolutely. that I think that you have to to be able to write a good song. I think you should write about uh, how you live and, and what you feel, and and not write about. Oh my God! There's so many songs out there these days. About no, you're not selling a product. You're trucks, part of your tractors, and uh, all this like stuff. That. And people like write that. these songs because that's what sells. Right. I yeah. think that when you write a song, whether or not it sells or not, doesn't doesn't determine whether it's a good song. I think that if it, like you said, if it moves people, if they can connect and they feel what you're trying to convey to them. That's a good song. Well, some of the best music that Ace and I have ever heard has come from garage bands that will more than likely never be on the radio. I, I think we all could say that. I've been doing this a long, long time. I'll be 65 in December. And the people that I walked away wanting to hear again were not the, the headliners. Right. It's a general well, rule. Now, didn't I hear you say earlier that you played with a famous band not too long ago? Uh, as a young man, I as did a, young a lot. Man? Of, uh, well, that's not too long ago. So. Well, yes, it was. Too. <laughs> I grew up on the other side of Alabama, right on the Georgia line. Right. The natural progression for Bugis and Stairs to go to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. At that point in time, underground Atlanta was very vibrant. Uh, was a really strong recording scene, um, that kind of thing. And so, you know, if you, if you could play and you were willing to, now the, endure the lifestyle. Right. <laughs> you, well, now the, work. the band you played with was uh, Dr. Hook, right? In the medicine I, It's not per se, per se but right. with some of the individuals oh, right. from that okay. band. Wow. I'm, I'm actually a Dr. Hook fan. I, I love Dr. Hook. Uh, me too. Uh, when I go home to my mom's, my brother's a musician too, we'll sit around and for some reason we always migrate to the cover of the Rolling Stone. <laughs> Now do, now, now, do we have uh, an album in the future that's coming out, or do you have one now? I wouldn't say an album album per se. I, I would like to take a few of my originals and maybe cut, you know, three tracks and put it out there. Maybe Spotify, maybe some stuff like that, just to see if it catches on. But when I started this venture uh, and started putting together a band, I had never had any band experience. I started my, I guess, musical career i rodeoed for 14 years oh wow uh i rode bulls and bareback horses all over the southeast like like united states and, uh, <laughs> oklahoma texas you know missouri and all over the place and uh most of my experiences from picking and playing come from uh, uh dropping a tailgate at the end of a rodeo mm -hmm. and all just, the guys and girls just hanging out and grabbing a beer out of the cooler and i'd sit on a tailgate and just play unplugged well, you know and and that's where most of my stuff comes from Billy, the hat's real, the boots are real. 
Right, it's not a show. For real. No, it's really, and really. Good. I didn't even pick up a serious music career until I retired from rodeo, and that's been about three and a half years ago. And I had to have something to do because rodeo was a big part of my life, and that was a hard thing to let go. Right. So, but the music has kind of filled that void for me, and it's never been about the money. Uh, or, or fame or anything. It's about going out and doing something that you love and having people come up to you and say, hey, you know, I haven't heard that song in so long or hey, right. I really enjoyed what you guys are doing. It's never been about the fame or the fortune or the money or anything else because, you know, that, that stuff is just, uh, it's a spin it, of the wheel. It's material. You know, it's, it's, really. a, it's a spin of the wheel whether you're, if you have those ambitions you know, when, when life is all said and done, it's not how many things you've acquired. It's not how much money is in your bank account. It's how many lives you've touched. But as far as the album goes, I don't see us cutting a full album. I would like to cut some tracks, right. put them out there, uh, just so people that can't come to shows or, or actually to even broaden our horizons. You know, right. broaden well, our horizons. That's one good thing that came out of technology is yeah. that you yeah. can now so, reach people that you yeah. couldn't reach before. That's right. You right. can self-produce. Right. Right now, that's probably as far as I'm looking into the future. I mean, if we'll we'll just play our music and do our thing and let the chips fall where they may. Well, I think that's and, a great idea. I think that's just that's that's where we stand on it. Now, would you classify your uh, band's music as country, southern rock? Uh, what would you classify? It's kind of a a mash of all of it. We don't do very much southern rock. If I had to to label this band something, I would just say that it was. Uh, Traditional slash outlaw slash oh, honky tonk music, just good honky tonk music. Sitting back with your friends, yes, having a beer, music. just absolutely, absolutely honky tonk music. It's something that gets you moving. It's something that you can feel, and it's something that you can you can uh, relate to. And that's where we're at. Yeah, uh, I want to get a date out. Well, uh, we uh. We're playing Big Al's Backstreet Lounge in uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama next Saturday night on the 13th. And then we got a private party the next week. And then we'll be at Steens in Steens, Mississippi for all our other Magnolia State folks. Uh, we'll be at uh, Double D's in Steens, Mississippi uh, on the. Uh, I've known her for years. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember. It's, it's in the end of July. But, you know, you can go to our. Uh, Facebook page, Billy and the Medicine Men. Uh, go to our Facebook page, and uh, you can uh, browse through there and see our upcoming stuff and what we have going on. And you can also hit the like button if you like, and you can keep up with where we're going to be because we usually post all our stuff. Good. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, do you have merch? We do. We have, tonight we have some koozies, uh, cobalt blue, royal blue, I'm sorry, and black koozies and we have black t-shirts with a billion medicine men logo can you order those online you can touch base with us on facebook and we can get it out to you uh most really cool shirts. so uh, you know you can come to the shows and buy them if you touch base with us via facebook or, or uh, on the uh, websites that we have uh we'll, we'll get that merch out to you that sounds great yeah you mentioned uh sandra and george i do uh comedy shows and you know, George is kind of not in good health right, right now. Right, right. He managed to come out just to hear one of my shows. That's and right. That was come out. So. You won't find better people uh, than he's, Sandra he's a great and George. Well, yeah. they're Alabama fans, too. Well, yeah. well I guess that, that makes Both a difference. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. I can't help it. Uh, Hail State. Uh, don't hurt, yeah, don't, I don't hear me. Go, I knew you were going there. <laughs> well, my, my whole family worked and went to state, and uh, 
my mom retired there and all, so I kind of feel obligated. Well, you know, that's, that's a great thing. Um, football fans are a lot like different band members. We, we pick and, oh, yeah. and rag each other. Oh, we, we love tearing each other up. I, I hit him with one last night, and he said, you know what, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to leave me up here by myself. But uh, well, we I just got to all take care of each other. Right. That's, that's the bottom line. That's right. You're right. Well, I tell you what, I know you all have a show to do, and I'm holding you all up. I'd love to get a picture with the band to uh, post yeah. on the page. So I'm going to let you all get back to it. And I do want to thank you for the interview. And thank hey, you. Ho hopefully we can get another one uh, Absolutely. next time around. Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, look, look for us. We'll be we're close to you. I don't know. Like, uh, we'll be in Steens in July. I can't remember that date off right off the top of my head. But if you want to do one then, man, we're, we, we, we appreciate uh, if it. If I can get away much. from you know, doing my... DJing and karaoke, I would love to. I mean, you said your comedy routine. I enjoyed Southern, good Southern. Oh, well, start, the bad thing about it is I started out doing clean comedy and I couldn't get the first person in. Yeah. And then when I started telling, you know, off the cuff jokes that are kind of dirty, boy, I started getting a whole bunch. <laughs> and uh, I had to go tell them. my mama is, uh, she kind of follows me. I'm like, you, you know, you might not want to listen to my jokes because I'm just doing it because I have to. But, uh, Same yeah. here. <laughs> My mother had to build that trusty outer shell. Right. Too. It's rough. <laughs> both her sons, for we, pickers. We really do thank y'all for this interview. And oh, I, I thank would you, love brother. to follow this band and see how far you go. Please and, do. We uh, appreciate it. And like I said, for yeah. all your uh, all your listeners out there, uh, y'all come. Grab the other guys. Sure, yeah. Y'all come see a show and, uh, and tell us what you think. We, uh, egos, we leave our egos. If we had any at all, we leave Mostly them at the door. Can't spell big words. So uh, <laughs> if y'all have, you know, y'all want to come see us and, and give us some feedback, we, you know, we thrive on that. So Hell thank yeah. you so much. That sounds great. We do appreciate everything. I'll close this out and come get a picture with you. Awesome, man. Thank, hey, thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, man. Y'all take care. That was great. All right, everybody. Y'all heard it here. That was Billy and the Medicine Man. We were talking to Billy, and it sounds like he's got, he's, they're the real deal. Uh, I don't know what type of music y'all like out there, but anybody that has this outlook on music has got to be good. It has to touch you somewhere in your soul deep down. So y'all, check it out. And if you get a chance to listen to them, I suggest you doing it. You got Cheeseburger and Ace for the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast and some band interviews. We're going to get up there and get a couple pictures. We'll have this posted soon. We love you and we'll be back before you know it. Hello, everybody. We here at the Verbal Abuse Comedy Podcast want to say a special thank you to everybody that served, everybody that helped somebody else out. Yeah. First yeah. responders, veterans. Police, firemen. Nurses, doctors. EMTs. Anybody that served, has served, or will serve, thank you so much for the freedoms that we have. And we try here never to take them for granted. Thank uh, you, everybody, for all that you do. We love you. We love you. I'm Cheeseburger. And Ace. And we love you all. If you can't be with who you love, love the one you're with.